Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. I'm your host, Maurice Cirillo. It is Tuesday, February 9th, 2016, and we're on to episode 28. Harrison Colbert, how we doing? Doing all right. Yes, sir. Holy crap, it's 2016? What? Wait. When's huh? We recorded earlier in 2016. What? Yeah. yeah. You messed up that earlier. I haven't wow. messed it up yet. Really? Well, we had a good we, we had a good streak of consistency, <laughs> and then somebody messed it up. Right. Someone. Me. <laughs> <laughs> At least you manned up and took responsibility for your actions. Listen, I did a lot of talking that day, and I didn't want to talk anymore. Sorry. Well, you tell that to our fans. I just did. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All of our fans listening, I didn't feel like talking anymore. I'm sorry. They will never forget Not sorry. Me. Wow. Email the show. Yell at me. We'll read it on the show. Wow. That's fine. Please okay, email fine. the show. Right <laughs> yeah. I actually got a couple Carl, don't you. Don't. Don't, don't pander. Don't Carl. <laughs> I was just saying. No, I just want them to yell at me. You want to email, email. If you don't, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> stop listening to the show. No, stop listening to the show. Keep listening. No, that's fine. You don't have to listen, but please download. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe, download, delete. Oh, man. So it's been a big week. Yeah. Just kidding. Weeks. It's been, uh, <laughs> what yeah. are you, Carl now? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, I, uh, I worked. <laughs> you, uh, you, you DJ any parties? <laughs> no, not for me. No, it would just be Spotify with commercials. Oh. I don't pay for that shit. Oh, uh, Carl sounded like that too, so it's, it's <laughs> I'm joking, it Carl. Com- it was a commercial? I'm, I'm joking, Carl. I'm joking. Your, your uh, DJing was fine. You never questioned a man's, you know, art. Understood. <laughs> Integrity. <laughs> I finally know, but I finally did get to go to a party that Carl DJed. For the big game? No. No, no. this was a week before. Oh. That's not the little game. Which one was that? <laughs> oh, the uh, AFC one? No. No. <laughs> it was a kid's party. The, friend's the, pu- the birthday party. Oh, oh friends, yeah, that a one. A friend's child's birthday party. I thought you were going to say the Puppy Bowl 12. No. No. I watched some of that. Carl could never get a gig that big. <laughs> My new life goal is to be the referee of the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I like it. heads up. That job looks like the most amazing job. Um, other than the Puppy Bowl, which I watched, did you guys watch the big game? I watched... That dead re- you mean to talk about that dead regular Sunday game? Yes. <laughs> yeah. That big game. I watched the mediocre contest that occurred on Sunday evening. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, I was with <laughs> friends and... Sure. That's always good. Always good. I ate some yeah. food. Um, <laughs> there was not one passing touchdown in that game. <laughs> the guy enjoy defensive battles, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. woof. Yeah. It was like a double defensive battle. That it, was a problem. Yeah. It was a three and out and punt fest. Yeah. It was the punters got to work out. They earned their There's, paycheck. Yes, they earned their, their you super are bonus. not lying. <laughs> yeah, it was just, I, oof. There were, there are... Two individuals, I feel, let a lot of people down. Mm-hmm. Well, one individual, one entity, let me clarify. One is Cam Newton, for obvious reasons. Your boy. My boy, Cam Newton. I was in full support of Cam Newton on Super Bowl Sunday. I even bought some Oikos yogurt that day. <laughs> yeah, he did. In solidarity. <laughs> I said, my boy Cam, you know what? I'm getting some Oikos Triple Zero because today's your day, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out it was just oh, his day to sulk you. and be a little bitch. Oh, he yeah. lied to you. That was 
not his day. True that. Maybe you bought the last yogurt left. <laughs> and he could not partake. I ate all of his oikos uh, yeah. protein. Well, then I guess it's my fault. Yeah, that's right. But, but more importantly, uh-huh. much more importantly, the New England Patriots oh, here we go. let all of America down by not making it to that game. Not me. Would have been uh, it would have been a much better game, Carl. At least you have to admit it would have been a better game. If there's anything, the Patriots. If the Patriots made it to that game, now you would have had a much better time because you would have enjoyed the hate much more because you love to hate on the Patriots. That's like your favorite That's activity. That's true too. You it would have rooted against. You would have yeah. had a rooting interest against them. <laughs> yeah. If for no other reason, it, then it's, it's encoded in my DNA. Better game, and you would have been hating in full effect. Yep. So you would have loved it. You would have loved it, Carl. You would have been like, you've been your dead. Tom Brady got booed during the MVP ceremony, but right, I believe not. they were booing him because he wasn't there. But they did not boo Ray Lewis, who is almost murdered two people. <laughs> almost. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Whatever. Allegedly murdered. Allegedly. Individuals. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly, he, he he did was never convicted. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. <laughs> I lived in Baltimore for like almost a year. Uh-huh. They fucking love that man. I bet they and do. That man loves <laughs> loves Baltimore. They used to, well, they got a street named after him down there. Do they? Yeah. That happened like a couple. Yeah, they renamed it like a couple years. Like a what? Year what? Ago. What is the murder rate of Ray Lewis Row? You know something? <laughs> it's actually not far to where Freddie Gray got murdered. <laughs> it really isn't that far. That makes way too much sense. <laughs> it's, in like, the the, yeah, the irony of that is, I find that hilarious. Like, oh, my fa- and my father, who like, who's a huge Baltimore Ravens fan, mm-hmm. he he uses all for it. And then, I, of course, I had to make a joke. Like, isn't it funny how Freddie Gray was murdered near Ray Lewis's street? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, next time oh, I go there, father. I'm just gonna go by <clears> there <throat> just to just to check it out. No, yeah. you get a T-shirt. I almost got murdered on Ray Lewis Row. I'll make one with a picture of me like under the street side, like Mama made it. <laughs> nice, Carl. I like it. Yeah. I like it. What did you think of the game itself, Carl? It was a dead regular ass Sunday that I probably would have rather had watched on NFL Red Zone. <laughs> you know what? I feel you on that, Carl. I feel you on that. We actually agree on something. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I fired that one. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Well, I didn't like the game. The game no. was incredibly boring. It was just, man. Oh, I mean, God, I think I, there was probably enough whoa, moments that I can probably count on like one hand. There were. There were whoa moments. I mean, I guess when Von Miller was out there doing his thing. Yeah. He was, yeah, he was that, killing um, folks. The, the couple of interceptions I was there. Just yeah, Whatever. And they weren't even like spectacular interceptions. It was just... We had to do something to make the most out of that. It was just two crap bag looking offenses out there. Yeah. Right, Maurice? Right. <laughs> Been awfully quiet with, over there. I agree with everything you guys just said in the past 45 seconds to a minute. Right. Uh, right. Uh, the game was terrible. Just, it, it was really bad. Uh, like I said, I like defensive battles, but that was, it wasn't even like really, it was ugly. Yeah. Ugly. You know, Skip Bayless from ESPN First Take said it perfectly. Like, the whole game was just flat. Yeah, mm. yeah. There was no like the game. Mm. No, there was about enough to count on one hand, mm. and we that was only because we had to make the best of a but situation during the lead up to this game. I was saying it before the game happened. Like 
I, I feel like everyone outside of the two states where this was occurring was very apathetic to that game. Like, even, I'm just saying, I know I'm a Patriots fan, but I'm just saying, even if you're out from outside of the New England region, there's at least, like, that villain thing that you could just be like, oh, they fuck, had, it's the Patriots. We're the fucking to- Darth Vader of the NFL. <laughs> so at least some people could hate. They had to make somebody the villain. And it was the, Cam Newton. Yes. The media, <clears throat> excuse me, the media brought all this race stuff and yeah, all that yeah. just to make him look like the villain. Honestly, I barely <laughs> hear, I barely like heard Peyton Manning even mentioned during those two weeks. That's the I barely heard him mentioned during the game, Carl. I mean, they, they had the perfect storyline with like the last gunslinger's last game, but Peyton Manning has been so bad. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he was the worst Super Bowl winning quarterback like uh-huh. on record. QBR of 10 yeah, not, out of 100. <laughs> not saying like... <clears throat> My own Tech. personal feeling towards him. I don't care. When, whatever. One, your <clears throat> legacy is secure. I don't... Whatever. The HGH stuff will come out eventually. As much as I love HGH. But, um, yeah, <laughs> QBR was terrible, best. which I can't... I hate QBR because like, I don't want to rag on it too much. Well, his quarterback his rating was like 56. Yeah, okay. That's no, what, it was okay. 10. No, 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 QBR. QBR. That's a separate yeah, thing. 10. It's a no, different no, no. metric. QBR is ESPN's quarterback rating method. That was 10. They, they rated on a 100-point scale, <laughs> yeah. which is terrible. His quarterback, quarterback was, rating is, on a 158.3 was 56. That's terrible. That's 56 crazy. point something, yeah. which I read somewhere is like the same as if he just threw the ball in the dirt every play. <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. It was the first time. Flat out, flat out no stats. <laughs> it, was, it was the first time a quarterback, a t- team had won a Super Bowl when their quarterback threw more interceptions and touchdowns. The second time. The other time was 1974 Steelers. Wow. Terry Bradshaw. Mm. Wow. <laughs> So like it was just like weird. I'm like I can't believe this guy's gonna win. Like he as good as he has been his entire <laughs> career. I'm like this one year he's awful. Yep. And go look at his stat line for when he won the the MVP for the Super Bowl. He was terrible in that game. <laughs> it was awful. Like the, watching that game, I was just saying, listen, man. If if Peyton like I know all of the NFL world just would fucking love. They just love to to smooth fucking. Peyton Manning. They just love schmoozing up to this bastard. If they give him the MVP, I'm boycotting the NFL. Oh, yeah. He didn't get it. Von Miller got it. Right. Well, he deserved it. Yes. He legit oh, yeah. deserved yeah, he it. He had a hell of a game. Yeah. But the funny thing is, like, you're, you're reading the news stories, and, like, they're trying to, like, shine it up real nice. Like, oh, Peyton Manning won this game, but he was so bad. It's <laughs> no, really hard to do it. He did not win that game. It's I so actually saw, I saw a meme these past few days where it said, it was a picture of Peyton Manning when he was getting interviewed, mm-hmm. and they said, "When the whole gr- when the whole group, when you get an A on the whole group, and you did nothing." Oh you yeah, like you, you did nothing to get an A, a on the yeah. group prize. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Because he was yeah. he was like thirteen for twenty four with one hundred forty five yards and one interception. Gary Kubiak actually called a very perfect game because he let his defense molest the Panthers, and they Not said the word you really did. Well, Listen, okay, fine, Carl. We'll we'll change it. I'm sorry. He let his defense rape Cam <laughs> because they said they didn't change anything up on like the two weeks to prepare. They, they didn't add any wrinkles to their offense. We so probably was conv- you know convinced that his team was. He just wasn't gonna let Peyton lose the game, and the running game played pretty well. Oh, what told you that was was it was it that part where Five it was third and passes. nine, and they handed it off? <laughs> yeah, in the fourth quarter. Yep, and every time Cam Newton got like a. Uh, or the Panthers are saying get a first down. They just ran it the next two plays. <laughs> I just and I've I've heard that uh, Mike uh, Shula, yeah, is a 
conservative play caller, and he showed it today. Or yeah, cool. so that, that's me. the thing though. Like during the regular season, they were fucking bombs away. But did you watch the Colts game when they took you know the Colts game? They got conservative and they almost lost. True. Against the Seahawks, they almost lost that game. <laughs> they do that. They tighten up yeah. when they're like when they have a big lead. They yeah. tighten up. Except weird. This time I tightened up before they got the lead. Yeah. Yeah. Just it, it was. It was like. They expected the game to go one way, mm-hmm. and when it didn't, they just folded. Yeah. It was weird, man. But it's weird because Cam Newton, he has won every mm-hmm. award you could win. Yeah. But this was the one he could not win. And that's why he was sulking like yes. a little boy. He wanted that. Salty. Oh, yeah. He wanted that MVP championship. And Ted Ginn is soft. <laughs> My God, is Ted Ginn soft. I wonder what team they could have been with Benjamin. That, I mean, that does suck. I can't believe they made it this far without him. So next year, yeah. it might even be more dangerous. But I don't know what their free agency looks like and stuff. So. Big Benji's a monster. Their free agency is basically Josh Norman and no one else. Well, they should re-sign Josh Norman. Yeah, he, but also, he dropped an interception that was pretty not deep in the... Uh, <clears throat> In the Broncos area, but he it would have really shifted the field position because there's punt, 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 punt. He well, did drop one though. I will say this: at the end of that game, after Cam Newton had the strip fumble, which he did not jump yes. on. Oh man, I've been here <laughs> nothing. But. He's getting killed for that, rightfully so. Yep. Then Josh Norman commits that holding penalty that gives Denver. Uh, First and goal, literally yeah. like right at the two, yeah. and then C.J. Anderson ran it in. Yep. At that point, I'm like, okay, their two best players just committed horrendous plays at the goal line. They deserve to lose. Yeah. Like I was, I was done at that point. Yep. Done. <laughs> you know, you're watching the game, you're just like, it's not looking good. Nope. And you don't see it getting any better. It was just hideous offensive play <laughs> on both sides, yeah, and it was. Yeah. Bad, just boring, but we bad. I think, you know, because two two Super Patriots Super Bowls good last year, um, even as a non fan or if you hate them, whatever. Every still, Patriots still Super a good, Bowl yeah, they're always good. good even Super though the Eagles Super Bowl is pretty boring. You uh, um, wasn't around for the '97 one. That was god awful. I watched that one. Okay, Desmond Howard, that was pretty bad. Well, that here's the thing: they got bad. it within, they got it within a <clears> one. They got it within one possession, and then Desmond Howard, the only special team Super Bowl MVP of all time, ran back the kickoff return for a touchdown. Wow. And then the Patriots lost by 14, 35, oh. 12, 21. So, yeah, that one was – I was younger, so I don't really remember it too much. But uh, the Eagles one was not great. Um, and But we were kind of been spoiled because a lot of the late, later Super Bowls have been really good, like the Ravens, 49ers, yeah. uh, Steelers, yeah. so Steelers like Cardinals. Yeah. But a lot of times – Except for Broncos. They're all Bron- oh, Broncos. Yeah. That's how we actually sat down. I remember sitting down next to Aris, eating. The, the food was, our food was more entertaining <laughs> than that game. Yeah. And I looked at Aris, I was like, honestly, if we, if my, if this would have been my dream Super Bowl, which is Cowboys versus Patriots, it would have been so much better. <laughs> yeah. And that was another, oh, rare, another rare occasion where Aris and I, Agreed on something. True. That would be your nightmare Super Bowl, by the way, Carl. I <laughs> Okay. I, I am waiting right. I am waiting for one of the and this is NFL, more NFL. I'm waiting for one of these young quarterbacks to really step up because in the past like fifteen years, the old there's been there's been three AFC quarterbacks in the Super Bowl every year, True. except for the one year Flacco went, and he's been bad since then. Yep. No one Cam Newton kinda of took it a little bit in the NFC this year. And Russell Wilson. One year. But yeah, exactly. He has to do it again. He has to do it more than once. Yeah. But Russell Wilson did it the two, but his defense has been so insane. What's he going to do without Marshawn Lynch? Can the guy Rawls play an entire year 
that will break in half. They looked pretty damn good without Marshawn Lynch. I know Bucaroles got hurt. You did. And they still didn't Lynch go back for the playoffs? For the one game that they yeah, lost. Yeah, I so, he didn't yeah. play in the one they won. Right. And they, well, they should have lost that. Whatever. They should have. That's a whole yes. other story. Thanks, Vikings. But again, that's more money they got to spend. Rethink of who knows. Yeah. <laughs> that's more something. That's more money. They, you know, they get to spend more money, but they might save some for Marshawn. So, well, we will. Marshawn Lynch retired. I know. So I'm saying they might save some money for oh, that. Yeah, probably. To spend on well, you know sprinkle somewhere else. You know who's sitting pretty? The New England Patriots. We yeah, had no significant free agents. Yeah, they did zero. Good. They did a good job. None uh, of their money, and maybe Tony Romo can stay healthy for longer than two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting the he's getting the plate in his collar, but he's getting it from breaking. So that's uh Let's keep our fingers crossed. And listen, bro, when Matt Forte is a Patriot next year, <laughs> remember you heard it here first. When Matt Forte is a Patriot next year. I'll even take Alfred Morris. Oh, yeah, that'll be all right. But I really want Matt Forte. Yeah. Because he can catch. Alfred Morris got bricks for hands. That's the only yeah, problem with true. that guy. Yeah. Matt Forte in the Patriots offense, where he can catch and run the ball, uh, that, that's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be so amazing. He needs to stay healthy too, um, and also I would be. I, I he's been pretty durable, by the way, Matt Forte. This past year, he's missed, he missed eight him. games his entire career. Really? Why does it feel like entire more? career? Why does it feel like more? Because you're an idiot. That's not true. That's it not is. True. He missed a couple this year. Ah, whatever. <laughs> Which I think of the commercials. I didn't watch any of them. They were boring. Uh, there was no Clydesdale one. I was really looking forward to a good cry, and they didn't supply that. <laughs> so screw them. Also, I can just watch them on the. On the on YouTube, yeah. I don't know. Puppy yeah. Monkey Baby was creepy as fuck. That yeah, there was that one was. I, that was I, like, how can we get posted on the internet? Let's do a Punky Monkey Baby. <laughs> dumb. I hated it, and I saw that commercial before the game too. It's super creepy. The fact that he just says know. Puppy Monkey Baby over and over creeps me out more than anything. I couldn't really. I was from a good distance away from the TV. It's like this far where we're at right now to the TV, mm-hmm. and I couldn't really hear much, which is good because also the commenting team sucked. I hate the commentators for CBS. Oh, it's Phil Sims. Yeah, no, he's the worst. Sims. He's I'm legit the worst. I can do. CBS just seems a little too conservative for me. Oh my! I just enjoy Fox more. Fox is better than yeah. CBS is my least favorite. I, I like Al Michaels a lot. Fox, Fox is pretty like their announcing team might be better, but he just the production like sucks. Yeah, they have I, yeah. They have the like that. the least camera angles. Yeah. Like they're they're bad. But I thought it was cool that they had the whole three sixty replay thing that they had this year. Yeah, yeah. but the commercials, I don't remember any of them. Um, the Kevin Hart one on the first date was good. And uh, whatever, we're not here to recap stupid commercials. They, they one suck. more, one more, and then the the Incredible Hope. Oh yeah, yeah, that was probably the best one. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah, I probably would say that. The the movie trailers. Were the fun. trailers were good. Yeah, I did yeah. like the Civil War trailer, and uh, there was one other. Super I actually Bowl. liked the Jungle Book trailer. Apocalypse. Oh yeah, I do like Jungle Book. I did not get to see that one. Yeah, sure, we'll see. I uh, it was alright. The game was dumb. Exactly. I'm, I'm glad the Super Bowl Fifty pomp and circumstance is gone with. True. Now it's the Super Bowl Fifty One again, like normal. Yeah. And they get they go back to the uh, Roman numerals. I like That'd it. Be nice. Super Bowl Lee. Gonna be nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else other than the big game did you get up to, Eris? I've uh, besides uh, going to parties with Carl, <laughs> hanging out with Carl multiple times during our little off uh, weird off season there that we just had. Yeah. Uh, I've watched a couple of things, seen a few a uh, couple things here. Um, I've heard a couple of things too. Actually, um, we're gonna we're gonna have some music talk here in a little while, mm-hmm. so. Um, I can talk about some albums that I heard. Um, but first off, 
Uh, I watched the entire first season of the uh, Netflix original series, uh, The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Uh, you may have heard of that. Mm-hmm. It is uh, produced uh, uh, by um, Tina Fey. And it's got a very uh, 30 Rock vibe. So if you enjoyed 30 Rock and that kind of humor, um, where it's like that, um, like very, very offbeat characters, weird characters, just random nonsense, um, and like flashback humor, um, kind of like Family Guy where they say something and they're like, oh yeah, and then you see a flashback of what they're talking about mm-hmm. with them supposedly remembering it and it's just some silly nonsense. I do. I highly enjoyed that. So I enjoyed uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt um, a lot. I did not think I would, um, but I really, really, really enjoyed that. Um, it's really good. Did she act on it? Uh, Tina Fey is in the last three or four episodes. She is not like one of the main characters in it or anything, but she guests on the show, um, and so does uh, John Hamm okay. uh, from Mad Men. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it, it's a really, really uh, funny, just, uh, you know, weird little show. Um, one of the guys from 30 Rock is in one of the lesser-known um, characters. I don't know if... Have you seen 30 yeah, Rock? Yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, you remember... Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Tracy Morgan? Yep. His wife mm-hmm. had a little crew that she hung out with, and at one point... Um, in one of the later seasons, they got their own reality TV show, mm-hmm. and her gay best friend was one of the characters. Well, he is one of the main characters in The Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, and that dude's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, his name is Titus Andromedon uh, in the show, <laughs> and he is a flamboyantly gay uh, dude who ends up becoming uh, Kimmy Schmidt's uh, roommate. So Kimmy Schmidt is a... Uh, oh, the girl from The Office. Right? Sure, I've never seen The Office, I don't know. Um, But Kimmy Schmidt uh, is a... Aaron from The Office. Sure. Trust me. Okay, sure, that that person. Um, So she is a survivor of a kidnapping. She was kidnapped by a uh, crazy preacher and locked away for almost two decades underground in a bunker with uh, several other women. And she comes out, uh, it was like in the mid-90s, so she gets rescued, uh, and uh, she comes out of there and basically just trying to rebuild her life. So she moves away from her uh, small town uh, to, to get away from all of the whole, uh, you know, stigma of being what they call a mole woman because they were in the underground <laughs> This is a comedy, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. So they were the mole women. Um, so she ends up moving to New York. She runs into Titus, and they uh, hit it off. They move in together. Uh, and, you know... Big black gay dude, tiny white woman whose last pop culture exposure happened in the 90s. Uh, you know, hilarity ensues. So she's just saying all types of random shit that nobody says anymore from the 90s wow. and that kind of thing. So it's pretty funny. And, like, Titus is super gossipy. Um, so he's always trying to find out, like, was there any, you know, sordid stories that, <laughs> that you can tell me about the bunker. But, you know, that kind of thing. At one point, Titus... Uh, makes a song he is a he is a uh, aspiring actor um so at one point he tries to make a music video all he wants to do is get famous and uh it is called pinot noir which their landlady uh assumes is going to be a classy joint uh until he reveals that it's about black penis (laughs) and the beat 
of the <laughs> of the song is just his cell phone ringtone. So while they're film, filming, it's basically he has his landlady call him. And when his ringtone goes off, he's just singing in the background while the thing is calling him until it goes to voicemail. Then they have to reset and shoot again. <laughs> uh, so that kind of just crazy shit just happens throughout the show. Uh, and it's excellent. I really enjoyed that. So that's like the first sitcom on Netflix, huh? like comedy type. Because they've had a lot of dramas, but I can't think of a sitcom they've had. Hmm. You might be right about that. Yeah. I'm good. I don't know. I, I Netflix, I, I, I know they have a lot. Of original stuff now. I, I, they every, do. I have not right. heard one bad original content they uh, had. Something else that I watched um, on Netflix, I don't believe is a Netflix original, but they they, they are the streaming service that, that gets um, the show, uh, is uh, season two of uh, From Dusk Till Dawn, the series. Oh, yeah. Just came on there. Season two? Season two, yes. Did they, Season one was on Netflix? Yeah. Original? Wow. Yeah. Really? I did not even know that. that I love that movie. Awesome. Yeah, that movie's fantastic. That's yeah. one of my favorite movies. Mm. I love that movie. Um, so, uh, Dust Till Dawn Season 2 is now out, and I've been watching that. I'm a couple episodes into that, and uh, I'm really enjoying that. I loved Season 1. I felt like it was. It took way too long for Season 2 to come out. I feel like it was two years ago that Season 1 uh, came out on Netflix, and that, that might actually be accurate. So, let's hold on. Let's back up real quick mm-hmm. for Season 1, which uh-huh. I did not know existed. It's on Netflix. Okay. Yes. Is both it, seasons is it, are on. And they're based off the movie. Is it a remake of the movie, or is it a sequel to the movie, or a prequel to the movie? So, Season 1... Is a retelling of the movie. Okay. Um, they flesh out the characters. The stars of the the show are the Gecko Brothers. Yep. Uh, who are the characters played by George Clooney? Yep. And Quentin Tarantino. Yep. In the original movie, so um, it basically fleshes out their background and their journey mm-hmm. um, of how they went on their crime spree to the point where they had to escape to Mexico mm-hmm. and how they end up at the Titty Twister. Um, which is the bar mm-hmm. uh, in From Dusk Till Dawn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and it fleshes out like the mythology of the uh, snake vampires yeah. uh, that they have in that movie and uh, like the background of, um, what's her name again? Santanico. God damn it. The, the, the stripper yeah, right, that yeah. was played by oh, Sama Hayek. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Santanico something. I forget. I forget the the name that that they gave her. Santanico something. Pandemonium. Santanico Pandemonium. That's her name. Um, so it fleshes out like her background and like all of the mythology of the vampires and and all of that stuff, which is really cool. So you get a lot of like me- Mexican folklore thrown in, um, and that kind of thing. Um, so uh, season one basically ends where the movie ends. Um, where they've, uh, I'm not going to ruin it, right. but if you've seen the movie, you know how it ends. Yep. Um, and they go a little bit beyond that to, to kind of set up season two um, as to what, what what's happening. And then season two just kicks off directly, you know, right after that. Um, and, uh, yeah, the guys today that they got to play, the Gecko Brothers, uh, really good, one. And two, they bring their own sort of... Uh, you know, uh, flair to the roles. Instead of just trying to, you know, pretend or or basically play the characters that Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney played in the original movie. Yep. Um, So I highly, highly recommend that show. It is excellent. Um, They're one-hour episodes, uh, and it's a lot of fun, a lot of drama. Um, What's his name? Uh, is uh, is one of the characters in this show in, in season two. Um, gosh, Danny Trejo. Because um, he's in the movie, right? Yes. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. He's, he was the he's bartender. Right. So, yeah, Danny Trejo is in is in uh, season two uh, now. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, he's, he's a Robert Rodriguez favorite. He, yep. Robert Rodriguez produces the TV show. He's the director of the original movie, for those who don't know. Um, and obviously several other, uh, projects since then. Uh, so, yeah, I highly recommend that. I will check out both of those series, for sure. You will enjoy, but if you like Dust Till Dawn, you're gonna yeah. fucking love this show. It's, know. it's so good. I can't, like, keep, I can't keep up with all the original stuff they have. Honestly? <laughs> going on a limb here. Whoa. I think the show's better than the movie. Hot take. Hot take. Better than the movie. <laughs> and I freaking love that movie. Yeah. I love that movie so much. I like it. So much. <laughs> but that show's better. It's really good. And uh, I'll mention one other thing. Uh, real, real, real quick. Carl, I'm going to hook you up because I know Victor gave you some bad advice on a nice little chill out with your girl movie. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend something without butthole art. <laughs> All right, cool. Vic. We're, we're free of butthole art. We're good. Oh we're good. yeah. I'm right. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> the Intern, Carl. I watched The Intern. Uh, <clears throat> uh, that that is a uh, a fun little uh, movie. Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Correct. Uh, Robert. De okay. De Niro's I, in there. I remember. Yeah. So he plays uh, a elderly uh, fellow who is a retiree whose uh, wife has passed away so now he's alone he's sort of past the point where he uh, he's um, traveled the world and whatnot and he's looking for something basically to uh, fulfill uh, his his you know fill, his, fill his life yeah fill that void in his life uh, he ends up finding this flyer for this tech uh, clothing company this internet clothing company um, run by uh, Anne Hathaway so he is, they're looking for they're, they're opening up this elder elderly person internship program he applies for it gets it and then they build it he goes there and uh, you know he's kind of marginalized at first because they're like you're old what are you doing a freaking internet company get out of here old man kind of like I would be yeah, <laughs> that sounds um, like you. Yeah, so um, him and Anne, Anne Hathaway end up uh, getting this real nice camaraderie, this good relationship that's real nice. My wife really enjoyed it. I watched it with her, and uh, it was a really nice date movie. You and your girl will enjoy it, Carl. Uh, okay. Guaranteed. All right. Carl Bird was telling me before the show of another date night movie that he just watched. Uh, we'll get to that in a second, right after these breaks. Woo! <laughs> Asking me for something, 
My hustle made me something I went through too much suffering That's why I'm insulted And maybe it's my own fault I went too far with helping My pop said never help for free But I thought that was selfish But I'm nobody's babysitter That's counterproductive And I got too much riding on this Spare me your excuses I got all the juices She greets me with smooches I can tell she's a Medusa I can't love the girl but I use her everybody we uh, are joined by a very special guest uh, you might have just uh, heard some of that good music we just dropped on y'all uh, like to say uh, nice codex prime welcome to a wall so what's, what's going on kid it's popping well you know over here just having a chit chat a little talk nice <laughs> <laughs> it's exciting absolutely <laughs> everyone's just been the... clamoring to come on the show you had, uh, there's a long line Skip the line, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) For those that uh, that don't know or don't remember, AWOL uh, is the producer of uh, all the music that you've ever heard on this show. That's true. Yeah, he provided us with our intro, outro, and uh, you know some uh, some random little goodies that you've heard. And uh, again, we're 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 trying to bless you with a little bit of. a wall and uh, Aminals, uh, his, his his and his production partners, uh, music over here, their work, and we'll be discussing that in a little bit, right, guys? Right. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> you give a shout out to your boy, man. Yeah, Larry, Lario, the other half of Aminals. He couldn't make it. <laughs> I don't. I he. Eh, I don't think he'll make it tonight. But, well, we'll know, we'll catch him on the he's, rebound. He's here in spirit. We're here yeah. every week or two. We're here when we feel like it. Yeah, you know, there you go. Snow happens. <laughs> that too, man. Oh, yeah. So, uh, hey, Maurice. Yes. Where were we? We, well, we're talking about the uh, the nice movie to Carl Bird. Nice oh, yeah. The one without butthole art. Right. Yes, yeah. right. Nice. And Carl Bird was telling me before the show that he had he watched a little movie himself. 
Yeah. What movie's that? Call Bird. I well, it was a little date night that we had, a little in-house date night that we had. So. Oh man, pause. Wait. You should have seen it, man. <laughs> yeah, wait. What? So I went to the Super Bowl by myself. We were at the Super Bowl. Um, you uh, went a stag? bunch of my friends. <laughs> yes, I did. Okay. My wife and my daughter mm-hmm. ended up staying home and having girls' night with my sisters. Ooh. So there was no football in that house. It was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had planned to go see the Super Bowl with my boys. But my sisters came over and my wife was like, we're having fun. Go, get out of here. Nice. And I got kicked out. Damn. Again, I was planning to leave anyway. <laughs> they, didn't to, they didn't have to do that to me. But anyway, so at the Super Bowl, you know. Over here, so I'm observing. Obviously, you know, I don't have my significant other, you know, mm-hmm. to just be spending time with. So I'm observing everyone, people watching. Man, you should have seen it. Carl and his girl, it was the cutest thing. She was like sitting <laughs> on her lap and she was feeding him. He was sitting on her lap? No. Yeah. I did not. Straight up. He sat on her lap, no, man. Did not, I did not it sit was, on her no, lap. You were no. sitting on her we lap. Sat in the same, and she we was sat feeding in the you. Chair. She did feed me a piece of a chicken wing, but she yeah, was, she was feeding Carl. She, we chicken sat wings, in the man. same chair. We sat it in the was, same chair. It was true love, That's man. Some shit, man. You got it, chicken wings. Fuck <laughs> 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 <Hot> grapes. <laughs> it was what she had in here. I'm like, yo, what kind of wig is that? And she just so like, yeah. bitch, make sure you yo. catch that bone. <laughs> it falls on my lap. Slappy. <laughs> Shout out to Cassandra though, man. Like that that was real nice to see, Carl. I could see the happiness in your face. I could see as you were chewing that chicken wing, man. It's a tiny ass bite. Shut up. <laughs> Chicken's really good, man. Right. He didn't want to look bad in front of his girls. He was just nibbling. Mm-hmm. Like a little mouse. Like I said, man, he probably still doesn't fart in front of her or nothing, man. Oh man. Carl. Uh, it makes me happy to see you happy, Carl. Shut up. <laughs> Carl, please tell us the movie that you watched. All right, so she picked, so it was her turn. It was her turn to pick the movie. So she randomly picked this movie on Netflix called Breathe. So I'm like, oh shit, it's a chick flick. Victor Moyo would be proud. <laughs> so we're watching it. And it's about this singer and this and his wife who. Um, get married, everything's all great, and they eventually get pregnant, and she gets hit by this silent killer in her pregnancy. She was having, like, cr- like crazy complications. She was gain- she gained, like, 15 pounds in a week. Her feet Damn. was swelling like crazy, like cracking, and... Is this Deadpool? <laughs> I wish! Shit! <laughs> I really wish. <laughs> And they were set. They were and like the whole time the doctor was like, "You're fine. You're fine. You're fine." Then things while he was like about to do this really big show, things really got bad. And first of all, it was very low budget too. Mm. Like the whole movie is probably shot from an iPhone. But um, nice. Oh, don't, don't don't give up the whole plot now, Carl. <laughs> yeah. So then like things just really get complicated. The doctor kept telling her she was fine and fine, and then they just go through all the. Trials and tribulations and stuff, and I was like, "Well, she picked it, so." <laughs> so it was super That's, sad. So it would be right up. Yeah, it's right up. Victor would love it. Yeah, I like yeah. It. it was it good? Right, you know, nothing, nothing, yeah, was... nothing gets Victor going more than uncurable disease. <laughs> Deadpool. Right. He's gonna be very excited. For Victor's that. gonna love Deadpool. <laughs> So um, I was like, all right, well, we finished this 
one we wanted to we started watching house of cards i know we're like crazy late on it but i've never seen that either okay from what we saw it looked good but we was like yeah so uh you want to get an episode of house of cards in mm-hmm. okay Alright, cool. So y'all should y'all should have just watched from dusk till dawn the series. <laughs> we probably should. I'll watch that this week. I'll get into that one. And then uh, another Netflix original I decided to dabble onto was Bill Burr's series, animated series, F is for Family. Yes. That man, shit is hilarious. Yo, <laughs> I've never heard of this. It's yeah, fucking it funny, man. Yeah. yeah, it's basically about a a dysfunctional family in the seventies, like they, okay. I mean, the father is so fuck. Like it's like he hates his life. Bill Burr. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bill Burr provides a voice. But he this is an life. animated show. Okay. Yeah. All right, I got you. Yeah, rated TVMA, so like make sure your daughter's asleep. <laughs> like, like the shit that he calls his son, <laughs> like calls him like a lion sack of shit, you useless waste of skin, and like all types of crazy shit. So, so. everything. Calls George R. R. Martin. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, except nobody's fat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's just. Except for him. He's kind of like <laughs> funny and stuff. Um, he takes his son to a football game and then he his fun, his son goes to use the bathroom and he sees like everybody going at the same time. So he's fucking trying. They, they, like, you, you can see him getting all traumatized by it. It's funny. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it's fucking hilarious. Like, I highly recommend it. Hey, Wall, you recommend it? Yeah, it's a funny ass show. <laughs> if you like, if you like Bill Burr's stand up, mm-hmm. yeah. you're Podcast gonna like the show. Good. It's you know he yeah he does the uh, main character's voice and his like he said like he's got them one like there's one that I remember specifically where his son is like, "What's for dinner?" and he's like, "More free food." What are you complaining about? <laughs> That shit, I mean, oh, this guy. I'm, I'm trying to remember yeah, who the hell Bill yeah. Burr is. I'm like, who is Bill that? Burr? He he did a like watch He did a lot of the writing on the Chappelle show too. Did yeah. he really? Yeah, he oh, had damn, a lot to Yeah, he was on it like Chappelle plenty of times. World Series of Dice, a racial draft, the two hour. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. F is for family. Damn, Netflix has so much shit. Yeah, dude, they are killing it. They are straight up killing it. So then, of course, you know. Uh, Legends with JBL with Ron Simmons, which was a very good one. And then Host of Comics, Demon, Issues 3 and 4, which ended up pretty fucked up. So thanks, Jim Savard. Uh, <laughs> Marvel Point One, and I'm still working on Saga Volume 5. Man, I keep saying I need to go buy uh, Rococo's, and I need to go buy Rococo's real bad, man. I, am, I got back issues that I need to catch up on. I think the new... Uh, New Dark Knight 3, The Master Race is out right, soon yeah. this month at some point, so I gotta go back and get that. And I'm caught up up to the issues that I have of Secret Wars, which is issue 7. So I'm like at a major cliffhanger right now, and I need to go get issues 8 and 9 and finish it up. Yeah. Everybody does, and we'll do like a Secret Wars episode. Yeah, for real. Maurice? Yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good idea. We should do that. I like that. Cool. Uh, I'll catch yes. up. Yes. Yeah, but I have like a thousand Netflix shows to watch. Well, in between those, it doesn't take a long time. No, I know. There's not, there's not that many volumes. I got you. It's only nine issues. Yeah. I'll, yeah right. I'll bring it home. I got right. you. Good. After I finish Clone Wars, because uh, that's all I've been doing, is watch more Clone Wars. Although <laughs> I still ain't done with that yet. It's like six seasons long, Colbert. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I hit a few episodes where like it's all about Padme, and it's all about like the Senate Ew. and stuff, and they're like trying to like negotiate peace. I'm like... Fuck peace. I want to see blasters and shit. Yeah, yeah. some droids. Damn it, bring so on the violence. It got like really, it like slowed down and 
I was like, it's gonna be more Anakin and Obi-Wan, and then it finally did for a pretty good, uh, like, it's like a trilogy of episodes, the Mortis episodes, where they, it's a lot of heavy shit. So that was pretty fun, but that's all I've really been around to. I haven't played any video games. I've been bad. I've been real bad. I've, I've still been hitting that Pokemon pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been DJing. Uh, I've got three badges now. Oh, wow. Woo! Nice. Who's yeah. your main Pokemon? I wouldn't say I have a main, mm. but I have a squad, though. I got you. I got fucking Charizard, bro. Congratulations. Really? Right. Fucking right I do. Did you have to catch him? No, he was given to you. Which... Yeah. What? So in this game, yeah. you get the starters for this generation. So you pick one of those. Mm -hmm. I chose mm -hmm. the water one. It's mm -hmm. Froakie, and he turned. I got his third evolution. Mm -hmm. It's a fucking ninja. Ninja, bro. I like it. Ninja. I like a it. Water ninja. He throws water shurikens. It's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> and then a little bit later on in the game, I think like, I think it's even before you get the first badge. You do something, the story thing happens, and you get given a choice between the three original oh, wow. starter Pokemon. That's cool. So you can pick Charizard, not Charizard, but Charmander, yeah. Squirtle, yep. or uh, Bulbasaur, which is the coolest starters. I like that they're the yeah, best. Those three. The original is always the best. Yeah, yeah. So of course I chose fucking Charmander <laughs> to immediately level him up to Charizard. Charizard is the best. That's fantastic. Isn't there like a awesome. new mobile Pokemon game coming oh, out? Yeah, did we see the commercial during the Yeah, yeah. they had that 20th awesome. anniversary thing. I yeah. missed the commercial. Was it wasn't good? No. Years. Oh. What was it about? You're old, was, son. Here we are. <laughs> what? He said 20 years. I'm like, yeah, you're old, son. <laughs> <laughs> True. It was like uh, it was a, like real life the people mobile like game. all over the world. It wasn't even announcing any mobile game or anything. Like It wasn't a game. It was just like, hey, we've been around for 20 years. And they aired that during the Super Bowl? Yeah. Remember us? 20 years, guys. They so just spent money just Like, to... they don't already sell those games like fucking hotcakes every time they come out. But why, why would you just spend all that money just to say happy birthday? <laughs> I don't, and that's a good question. Wow. Well, be glad to remember. I, I mean, it was like a sweet-looking thing. Yeah. Like, it was pretty cool. Mm. It was just people around the world, like, doing feats of strength you know whatever yeah they were mastering things yeah and people would see it on the tv like somebody would run a really cool long marathon and wouldn't be like i can do that okay and so i would climb a mountain which would be like i can do that okay and then you know one of the kids was like i can do that and then he's a fucking pokemon master and he you can see him like he has a pokeball and he goes through a battle and it's like cg pokemon and shit. all right yeah just waiting for that virtual reality to catch up. Fucking right. Never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, AWOL. Yes. Please introduce yourself to our listeners. Let us know what you've been up to, and we'll talk a little bit about your uh, music production. Aha. All right. I am AWOL, one half of Aminals, which is my production team. That'd be me and Lario. Lario isn't here, unfortunately. It's all good, though. I'm we here. don't need him. We'll <laughs> get him next time. <laughs> we'll need you. You bum. No. <laughs> no, um, yeah, we've been, uh, honestly, just been working in the studio every week, trying to put out these trap remixes, so we've just been doing that with the whole music, the Aminos thing. Um, we're putting out these remixes, and then, uh, we're working on an EP. The EP's gonna be mostly more original stuff. Nice. And, uh, should be coming soon. We don't really got a name for it. Like, still in the works. We're just, like, building this buzz up with the remixes, which people are liking. Crap remixes and posted our stuff. We got a few blogs, 
few online magazines and stuff. Um, and I'm working on a solo EP. Whoa. Yeah. Well, you're already going solo <laughs> on him? Damn. He only, he, just, he only didn't show up for one thing, man. You're going to dump Larry because he didn't show up to the Codex Prime Podcast. Nah, that's not <laughs> Prime Podcast is a big deal. You got to show up to it. It's a yeah. fucking deal breaker, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This was the deal breaker. <laughs> Shit changed the game. No, but... Um, no, nah, just a little side solo EP. Uh, it's called... I uh, decided to name it Neo Tokyo. Ooh. And it's just all anime samples. Ooh, the wow, whole nice. project is... I got like... Akira, uh, though? That's... Ooh. Yeah. The cover. Like the that. cover. The cover's Neo gonna be Tokyo, dope. Neo Tokyo, you have to. Have I'm, I'm taking the... Akira... Like, the Akira artwork done. It's... I got this artist, my dude Ace from Providence. He's a graph artist. He does... He's dope. Look him up. Ace38 on Instagram, I think. Unless he changed it again. Uh, he's doing the artwork. It's going to be the Akira shit. But, like, switched up. Different. It's going to have me in it. It's going to be dope. So, yeah. I like it. I'm excited. I like it. Should be out by April. Everybody knows I love anime, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already in. Everything. All, all in. in. All the music. I've already got some of the beats I got. I use this. Uh, I flipped something from... Um, Ghost in the Shell. Oh, nice. Uh, like the Akira. I just, uh, the joint that I took from the Akira, like it's like the trailer, is ridiculous. Nice. It's crazy. The track yeah. with like the heavy breathing and all that. No, it's uh, um, oh, it's got like some bells and yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. It's, I know it's, exactly what you're talking it's about. It's nuts. Yeah. And then it's got like some of them talking in it, so I threw that in there too. It's all in Japanese. Nobody knows what so they're saying. Hook your, hook your boys up, man. What's yeah. going on? How come we ain't heard none of this yet? I, hey, it's, look, until it's done, it's just, <laughs> it's locked up, man. Right. I got it just sitting on my laptop. Cool. Yeah. Let me know, because I'll play it. <laughs> nah, hey, man, look, once it's time, then everybody play Those it. Nine-year-old birthday parties really need your music. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I did try. I did play it. As like somebody, as a DJ, I do like going into like trap remixes and like the twerk remixes because I don't know. I just love the energy about it that they have and just the creativity of the. Parties, uh, huh? Yeah, was play like these that. I did play. No, I did at that last at that last birthday party. I did play a trap remix of uh, Frozen's "Let It Go." Why does a five-year-old have a DJ? Is my question. Because Car- his father spend- is Carl's boy. That's amazing. <laughs> I want to be a five-year-old with a, with a DJ. Please continue. <laughs> Listen, man. Carl, you're doing society a real service. You need to get them moms twerking. <laughs> nice job, Carl. It, that is a goal. That is a goal. So, But yeah, I just love the energy that they brought. And I did play a, um, a trap version of Let It Go, which is a song from Frozen. Jeez. Oh. I thought it was pretty dope. I think every parent wants to shoot themselves when they hear that song. <laughs> <laughs> that and the whipping nanny. Oh my yeah, god. My I should actually you know what? I should say I did watch some TV this weekend, uh some reality TV, and one of them was lip sync lip sync battle. Mm-hmm. I freaking love that and, show. And uh right, one of them was uh Let It Go by uh Frozen, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the person doing it was oh god, what's his name? From twenty one Jump Street. Channing Tatum? Channing Tatum. Yeah. He did a really good job. Yeah. He dressed up as Elsa. It was amazing. Yes, and I also watched a show about child rappers, which name escapes me. What? And it's about little children rappers. What? Trying to become mm-hmm. professional rappers. What? Yeah, and like, uh, it's life. awful. It was oh, awful. God. Oh, God. Rap is dead. 
What was it? I, I tried, I it's officially dead. Uh, I can't remember the name. I have to was it like it. an MTV True Life uh, or something? That's no. No. Uh, uh, Tupac, it, Biggie, Easy E, Big L. They're all no, rolling in called, their graves. It's called The Rap Game. It's hosted by Jermaine Dupri. Ah, oh, Jermaine Dupri, no! Oh, is he God good? Damn it, Jermaine Dupri. Really <laughs> Jermaine Dupri has had, like, a. He has a huge. He, he loves child rappers. But oh. that's been, like, Chris Cross. Chris Cross. Chris Cross, Bow Wow. Okay. That makes more sense now. Even now the I have rap context. Kind of young, I have context. Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of rap. He's, TLC. All, ugh, he's married to Janet Jackson also. Uh, okay. No, not anymore. Nah, oh, really? They broke Jack? up? Yeah, yeah, they're done. Good. And they are all little rappers, and some of them are really like 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever. And one of them's name is Poopy, oh, which yes. is my favorite rap name of all time. Oh, Poopy. my God. And I really want him to win. <laughs> and they have managers. It's like it's like dance moms for rappers. Did Chris Cross ever make a guest appearance? For the three episodes that I saw, no, they did not. You do realize one of the members is dead. One of them died. What? Yeah, yeah like a couple of years ago, three years it's, ago. It's <clears throat> maybe longer than that. But did, so wait, happened. one of them's dead, son. How, how, yeah. did, how did he die? Please There's tell no me. More. Please tell me it was <clears throat> Chris jump, or jumping cross. One of them is dead <laughs> from a <Yeah>. jumping accident. <laughs> 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 please tell me he died doing something he loved. They were actually doing like it was coming. There was a. It was like a. 20 years so so deaf um mm-hmm. reunion tour. Were they? I, yeah, they I, were getting ready for that. They did like one, it was like one show. Mm. And they did that. So I'm like, yeah, you know, it was kind of weird. You know, a bunch of grown ass men still coming walking around with mm. their pants backwards. Oh, they were they were doing that. They whole did the thing. whole backwards thing. Yeah, yeah they did. They, you you kind of had to. You know, no, it's Christmas. Nah, <laughs> I don't know about that. But I mean, it's still like, yo, you were grown ass man. Yeah. You gotta hang that up yeah, like, and just you know, leave it there. I no, I definitely yeah, like, yeah, 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 perform the music, but you don't need to be with the pants and all. Like the gimmick is yeah. played out at this point. People actually showed up to a few. I guess you have to take your pants <laughs> off. <laughs> you them all the way off when you're at a urinal. That's weird. Hey. Dude, watch I, this for family. I, <laughs> I will I will just I will just say this. I've seen people at work. Who unbuckled their pants to pee at the urinal? That's true. And they have their pants on the right way. <laughs> I don't know why these gentlemen need to do that. Every time I walk into the bathroom, I'm like, what the fuck? Why are your pants unbuckled? Mm-hmm. Weird. That's a weird question to ask someone. Yeah, that is. Pee. You remember the kids <laughs> in elementary school? No one's that would pee me. with their pants all the way all down. All the ankles, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you don't take that to a grown-ass man level, though. Maybe that's the grown-ass man version of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're in slacks. Like, okay, what is it? Like, your shirt too yeah. big, so it's Here's tucked the all the way well, down you, like your knees? You, you know that they were one of the pants of the ankles kids in elementary True. school. True, true that. exactly what it is. We should yeah. ask them next time. Yeah. yeah were you one of the pants of the ankles <laughs> kids? <laughs> that would be weird at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, what was funny is, like, walk out. Don't even wait for an answer. The brat and Jermaine Dupree showed up to his funeral. With their pants backwards. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, they really did. They had the pictures for it and everything. I have is, to show you guys. That is like super it. dumb. Mm. Sorry to steer the conversation. Please continue. I'll burn your love for that music. Yeah, I just love it. Like the yeah the trap music and the twerp. The trap remixes and the twerp remixes. Yeah. So it, I love the energy for it. Here's a question. Yes. So twerking is a dance, right? Yes. Is it, it's a music for it too? I, mean, I, I, I guess I don't it's know. a dance. Twerking mm. was 
Turkin, yes, it's, Turkin a is a, it's become a craze. I have no idea. All wait, it is, Turkin all has it is actually, shaking Turkin your ass. has did, been around since the early 90s. Did Miley Cyrus not kill yeah. Twerking, though? Like, is that... Is that she, technically I think you can she, kill Twerking, though. I can't. <laughs> I you can, not, you can never. I guess. She, she kind of just... She killed, like, the term of it, because how popular it... The yeah, term okay. got, but twerking has been around since like the early '90s, like the days of Two Line Crew and all in that whole Miami Freaknik. base. The, yeah, the Atlanta Freaknicks oh, and the Miami base, uh, the, the Miami base days. It, okay. It's just derived from twisting, from the words twisting and jerking. I like it. Yeah. So interesting. They so Miley Cyrus. Oh, I feel like I really just got a history lesson. <laughs> yeah, I really did too. Because I have I get the day like I see the dance I had and like no that. Idea. Stuff. I didn't know it was been also the nineties and kept saying twerking music. I thought it was music built exactly for that type of dancing. <clears throat> it, it should be like booty bass music at yeah. one point. Really? <laughs> yeah, and that was the, at, at, over time it just kind of it just kind of evolved. Yeah, yeah. now like gonna twerk. Right now it's super weird. It's it, it's. High energy, but you still kind of have to have rhythm to do it. But in a way, anybody can just twerk and gotcha. Well, I'm glad I know. <laughs> so I was confused for a while there. there you go. The more you know, right? <laughs> now YouTube can twerk. <laughs> That'll be our first YouTube video. Just twerking if we ever post anything to YouTube ever. Oh man, I so, think Victor's been keeping up with that. I think I don't know. Oh really? We'd have to look, I guess. I, yeah. He hasn't. <laughs> Damn it, Victor! Uh, don't worry, Victor. We'll be back soon. We'll be back real soon. Uh, Speaking of music, mm. I've I've listened. I, I think I actually mentioned this at the beginning of the show. I've heard a couple things. I'll mention two real quick. Uh, I am a a fan of uh, of hip hop as well, like most of us here. Most of us. <laughs> what? At least three quarters. <laughs> Most of us here. Uh, one of my favorite artists of the last couple of years is Kevin Gates, and he's got a new album out uh, yeah. called Isla, and uh, it's real mediocre. Just keeping it real, keeping it one hundred. It's not his best work. He fell in love. He got married. It's a love album. You can tell. You can tell it's a love album. Maybe a few years ago, when you got married, you would appreciate it more. Right. He lost that edge, man. <laughs> he lost Gates. that edge. You know, I still haven't listened to that. Well, you Except should. For, There's some good stuff in there. My diamonds shine because they really diamonds. <laughs> that track is dope, son. That is a good track. I think that. Right. Oh my god. Yeah, right. It is. It's it's a really good track. Like I said, there's some good stuff in there. I love but Gates, man. Overall. Gates is awesome. I mean, me and you, we've talked about Gates. We, we've we've brought it up. I introduced everyone on the chat to that. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, Kevin Gates has got that uh, that down south New Orleans sound. It's like New Orleans bounce or bass, whatever the fuck. I don't know. You tell it's me. It's trap. Yeah. yeah. It's trap. It's trap. Yeah, trap music. There you go. Um, but yeah, he, he's it's usually got an trap. edge and he's really... Uh, he's really he, 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 he talks about things that most rappers usually don't. He's famous for uh, eating the booty. <laughs> oh, okay. he's a big advocate of eating the booty. Right, okay, gotcha. <laughs> that's his. Before Janae Iko mentioned it with groceries. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. that's what I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So yeah, um, yeah. I, I've I've enjoyed a lot of his work in the past, and this is not one of my favorite albums of his. Um, but check it out. I'm interested to see what you think of it, AWOL. Yeah, I gotta um, listen to it. I the other... slacked. <clears throat> yeah, man. 
Starts lagging. Uh, the other thing that I will mention is this interesting album that I uh, found on Spotify at random. Uh, it's called Compton by the Cold Chillin' Collective. And uh, it's basically like a uh, R&B jazz fusion uh, concept album where it basically mm. takes all of the classic West Coast uh, hip hop um, from like the 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 Dr. Dre um, uh, era, yeah. uh, Dr. Dre, Tupac, and them. So uh, and, and yeah, G Funk oh, era, G-Funk. basically. Yep, yep. Uh, and and Snoop Dogg and all those guys, but it basically uh, takes those and it's all sung with like a, a band and like uh, an R&B or like a jazz singer and it actually sounds really cool so it's got like all you know just a bunch of classics gin and juice is in here hail mary uh california love nothing but a g thing um regulate so like all all the the playlist when straight out of compton came out pretty much um and it's uh, i actually like i thought that was really cool like it's a different sound and and you know just hearing those songs sung Mm -hmm. by a singer with a like a band accompanying it um was was really cool they switch it up you know it's uh it's a really cool sounding album so uh check it out it's on spotify right now cold chilling huh cold chilling collective compton any recommendations (laughs) from you awol for albums yeah oh my god yeah before we got into your stuff Sheesh, all right. I've been listening to OG Mako heavy. It's ever since I got back from Atlanta, but he just dropped like a bunch. He's got Lord of Rage, Lord of Rage, and Ten Moons too, both from OG Mako. Bangers. Uh, what else is dope right now? I've been listening to Disclosure. Their album is really hot. Not hip hop. That's just like more electronic. The EDM. EDM stuff. Yeah. Uh, their they do have one good song that I listen to it. I just kind of drawn a blank. What, Magnets? The one with Lord? No. I mean, no, I got the album right it. here. I'll start playing stuff. <laughs> 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 we, we've done that before. <laughs> but, um, yeah, their album, uh, it's called Caracal. That, it's dope. Uh, I mean, I can go on for days. Uh, Willing Freddie and Abel. Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs got a new album, Shadow of a Doubt. What's the name of it? Willing and Abel. Willing and Abel. Which uh, one is that? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a dope song. Yeah, their album, um, Freddie Gibbs, Shadow of a Doubt, that's a real dope album. Um, yeah, man. Ah! Pusha T's new album is dope. Listen to Pusha T. Pusha no, 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 no. no Darkest Before uh, Dawn. Yeah, I, I didn't love it, man. No? Push is Push my favorite rapper. You didn't like that album? I didn't love it. Oh, I liked man. it. I didn't love it. I didn't I think I didn't think it was But I, I thought I thought uh King Push, the the one the No, one uh, I am uh, I am me. My name. my name is my name. Yeah, yeah, that I didn't think that was fantastic either though. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I think I he's know. I think they're too solid like they're solid albums. Right? I agree that they're solid. I don't know. Really? I just expect more from him. Like he really? he's put out bangers. Like he's got mixtapes, like yeah. Uh, I got it for free and all of them, like, the back in the day. Yeah, uh, I got it for cheap, not free, excuse me. got it for cheap. Oh, that, yeah, that yeah. Shit was banging. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I was, I don't know, like, his, I feel like his studio stuff is not his best stuff for some reason. Really? Except, except for, like, the old clip stuff. Like, I love the old clip stuff. Yeah, the clip stuff is awesome. Yeah, yeah those are classic, like, straight up, yeah. yeah. But I am a big Pusha T fan, though. Pusha's a beast. I love Pusha, man. I said my favorite rapper. It's not a bad favorite rapper to have. <laughs> Spotify? Huh? Do you have Spotify? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Pusha T? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, definitely check out Pusha T, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's quality rap music. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not. It's not a lot of that trash is out there right now. He's mm-hmm. not. You know, don't don't go out there listen to no Young Thug. Please don't. He is trash. My goodness, he is trash. Good lord. I'm on. I I, I don't know, man. I can't say Young Thug is trash. I got. I I got to listen to rappers. I got to listen to rappers. Young Thug is trash. I got to listen to rappers who I can actually understand what they're saying. <laughs> that is key. He is horrible. Ugh. Sorry. Yeah, He's I don't, horrible. I'm, I, listen, I got You know what? How about we talk about some good music, man? Let's talk about some good music. <laughs> tell, us about, tell us about your music, man. Yeah, tell us, when'd you get, what, <clears throat> go yeah, go ahead. When'd you, when'd you get your start? Making beats? Yeah. I got. I started late in the game, man. I was like 23 when I started making beats. I didn't... I always made music. Like, when I made... I always gravitated towards music and then uh, elementary school... I played the saxophone. You know what I mean? Oh, snap. Yeah. I didn't know that. I was a band geek, son. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a band. I was in a school band. But I was actually good at it. So then I played in the all-city band. Can you still play? Um, I sold my sax recently, honestly. But I broke it out and just played it. So I could still make it make noise. Like I could still <laughs> make it hit the notes. You know what I mean? But can I remember any songs off the top of my head on it? No. Nah. But I could definitely make some sound come out of that thing. So <laughs> I still got the lungs for it, you know? But I did that, and then when I hit high school, I just stopped. No, matter of fact, middle school, I stopped playing. And then, you know, years later, 23, I want to make beats. So I just started making beats. Yeah, I remember um, you end up... You end up selling the beat to uh, the rap group from London, SAS. Oh, yeah. That was briefly signed yeah, to Rockefeller yeah. back in like 04, 05 ish. Yeah, yep. And uh, the, the name of the song days. was, yeah, I think <laughs> the name of the song was Rain of Fire. Ring of Fire. Ring of Fire, yeah. yeah How did I, that come about? Wait, you got like a real, like, your, your beats on a real ass song? Yeah, from yeah, yeah. What? I placed I placed a track with SAS. Shout out to SAS, man. If yeah. The, you know, I didn't uh, know this. Mayhem. Yeah, I hit him up. I just hit him up on Twitter one day, man. Like, 2009, when Twitter was, like, really popping, yeah. I was on Twitter, and I hit him up. I hit Mayhem up, and he was just cool. Mm. Mad cool. He was like, yeah, send some beats. Send him beats. Hit me back. He's like, yo, like this is dope. We're going to use this. They put it on one of their albums, and that was my first place, man. Yo. Like, it was cool. I still talk awesome. to them. <laughs> That's so awesome. Did he put you in the special thank you? They, um, I don't even know if it had thank you. But my name was on the credits. Yeah, you know? yeah that's <laughs> there it is. That's, that's, cool. that's, 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 that's what that's I'm that's going it. for, yeah. yeah. Credits. That's got, awesome. That's nice. Yeah. I still talk to them to this day. That's dope. They might actually be on the Aminos EP. So. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's what's up. You know, possibility. We'll see what happens. So you just started, you just said, uh, I want to just start making beats. I'm just going to. Yeah. I'm just gonna see what happens. Yeah. Is, yeah, I like it. I did that's all yeah, I just any inspirations or besides just listening to music? My boys I went to high school with, man. My boy Nick. He made beats when when I was in we went to high school together, Hope High. And yeah. um We went we, to high school together too. Yeah. <laughs> so they used to use this program called Fruity Loops. And this is <laughs> like in And Jerome used to love Fruity Loops. <laughs> Yo, yeah. This is like 2000, you know what I mean? And then when I finally decided, hey, I want to make beats, I was like, where can I get Fruity Loops? <laughs> you know, and it just, I just started messing with it, man. Like, And they were, this was pre, 
YouTube tutorial days. Mm -hmm. So there was no, right. let me look this up and see, nah, like, press yeah. every button and see what it does, <laughs> you know, like, until you figure it out. That's how I learned. God, we're so spoiled nowadays. Right. I watch YouTube on a tie a tie. <laughs> and it worked. I love tutorials. You kidding now? Like if yeah. I wanna do something, if I'm mixing something down, I'm like, how do I do this? YouTube. Oh, all right. You still that using, didn't take... still using Fruity Loops, eh? Oh yeah. Everything I do is <laughs> nice. on Fruity Loops. Yeah, I read it. I read it's always best to use that. what you're comfortable with. It is. It is. I've actually been thinking of getting um native instruments machina, which is like Kind of like an MPC, yeah. But it comes with a program. You can use it with Ableton. I think you can use it with Fruity Loops, and then it comes with. I think it comes with Ableton. So hmm. it comes with its own little program. What's that big thing? Is it with Pro Pro Tools? Is that yeah, Pro Tools production. Um, Pro Tools is more for like recording sessions. Mm -hmm. oh, it's a okay. multi-track recording program. You can make beats on it because it has a metronome, and it has a grid, and you can set the tempo on it, but it is a pain in the ass, man. I <laughs> like I couldn't do it, man. These would be this kid I went to URI with. He used to make beats on Pro Tools, mm. and I'd look at him and I'm like, "You're crazy." Why were they good beats? This? No, the beats were dope. He was like from Europe or something. And like, the kid was like from like, he was like from Denmark or some shit. <laughs> He's like, oh, I use Pro Tools. Oh, oh my gosh. Go ahead and stick to Garage Band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people that want to listen to your music, where can they find it? Um. I'm on SoundCloud, AWOL, A-W-O-L, underscore, M-M, two M's are for Mayhem Music, or go to the Aminals page, which is just Aminals, A-M-N-L-Z. On SoundCloud? On SoundCloud, yeah. And then the Instagram's the same. My Instagram, my Twitter, SoundCloud is all AWOL underscore MM, and I'm always posting stuff on or there. Or you can just find it on the Codex Prime Podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you all you do pages. not have to go far. You know, we are not so, hard to find. But So take us through like the, the creative process, man. Like how when, obviously, you, you're inspired by a lot of different things. Like I see you asking yeah. for, for suggestions um, from, from some of us and whatnot. Um, like obviously like that anime thing I was yeah. like hell yes <laughs> oh yeah I was like yeah send me, send me samples you know? send me. <laughs> I know a lot of good anime music yeah. so I gave you some recommendations on that but just as far as like the creative process when you when you say I want to start a new project like right. how does that process work for you it uh, it varies you know what I'm saying like it varies it depends on what I'm working on usually it like with the like with the Neo Tokyo project it was just uh, I had just finished watching Ghost in the Shell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I watched Ghost in the Shell, and I'm like, as I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, this intro music is dope. I'm like, I'm going to sample it. And then I went on YouTube, grabbed it, made a beat, and I'm like, oh, man, this is hot. And then I grabbed, like, an Akira one. Nice. And I did that. Like, I just started... I've sampled anime stuff before, you know what I'm saying? Just because I like anime and I love their soundtracks. Yeah. So, like, I'll take stuff from I remember from that Attack on Titan dream you never yeah. sent me. Uh, <laughs> you know what? That's probably going on this project, too, yo. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I like, for that, in, in the case of that project, it was just that. And it, it was, I'm like, oh, man, I got a few beats. I'm like, I can do an entire project like this. I'm like. That can was the inspiration a, for that. Can I make a request though? Well, it's still on my mind. It's not quite anime, 
but it would be a dope sample. What is it? Streets of Rage theme song. Yeah, Streets of Rage Ooh. theme song. You know what's funny? I got a. I'm, I'm gonna grab it. I got a whole. I got a sound pack. In Fruity Loops, that's all Streets of Rage sounds. Yeah, Carl. No, you know what we do. You know I love the Streets it's of like Rage soundtrack. Them dying or like punches, the one-ups, like all the yeah. sounds in Streets of Rage, I have them all nice. in a bank. And I can put them you know, in the, the soundtracks for those games, man. Those like, were yeah, all classic. Was, he, classic. He's a great composer. Streets of Rage. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. Nah, like, like, get. I had to get, <laughs> while it's on my mind, I had to get on it. I had to get you, get at you for that. Yeah, I'm a, I'm so that's cool. Basically, like you just get inspired by whatever you're doing. Whatever I'm doing, it's doing literally it like life. Just yeah. like depending, you'll hear it in the different beats. Like if you were to go through like stuff I got on my computer, like you'd be able to tell. Maybe not right away, but you tell there's some kind of like feeling or emotion behind it. You know what I mean? Like I might have felt a certain way when I made a beat. So it's definitely just inspired by things I go through. You know? Now, um, what about uh, with with uh, your production partner, um, Mayhem Music and, and Aminals? Like, mm. first off, how how'd you link up with Larry O um, and become a team with him? I've heard some of the tracks that you've uh, that you've put out, and those joints yeah. are hot. Um, so basically, how'd you guys link up, and then take take us through um, the creative process? when you have somebody else that you're working with. So the vision's not only yours, but you're sharing it with somebody else and how do you play yeah. that off each other and whatnot? Like how's that work for you for you guys? Alright, well all right, let's start. How did we meet? Boom. This goes back to college. <laughs> so uh me and Lario. Alright, so Lario's in this band um called Scared on Fear. I don't know if you guys have heard it's like a hip hop metal band. They're pretty big. They're signed or they were signed. I don't know. I don't know. Let me not speak on their status. But <laughs> they were touring. They were on the Vans Warp Tour. Like, they're doing big stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're dope. They're real dope. So, Larry O was in that band. He's their producer. Uh, he was their drummer. I think they got another drummer now. He does a lot of... They've involved a lot of, like, actual production from, like, Fruity Loops or whatever mm -hmm. into their stuff as well. Uh, like digital production, I guess you could say, like beats. So, um, but he was a drummer for them. He's still in the band, obviously. And the lead singer of that band, Chris Jungles, me and him went to URI together. So we went to college together. And then, you know, everyone graduated, what have you, fast forward. I'm running a studio and, um, some of my other boys that were cool with him from URI, they were coming to my studio. And then my boy, like, Frank Fitted. Shout out to Frank. Um, we would go to Chris's. like, oh, let's go to Jungle Studio. They got a studio. I'm like, oh, they got a studio? He's like, yeah, they're in a rap metal band. I'm like, for real? Like, went over there, met the whole band, and just got cool, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were just all like, oh, man, you know, like, Weed makes friendships. <laughs> you know what I'm like, everything was awesome. Frank, you know? Frank Fitted. I think I know Frank Fitted. Yeah, Fitted, man. Frank. Frank Rodriguez, I think, is his last name. Breakdancing Frank from back in the day? Yeah, he used to dance, Yeah, though. I did used to dance. MIC, you know, he rapped, all that. So, um, so, yeah, we used to, they, you know. Um, 
So that's how we ended up meeting each other. And then, like I said, Larry O was the drummer, but he also made beats. So then I heard some of his beats, and I'm like, oh, these are dope. And then you with producers, like, when one producer and another producer gets together, it's like, y'all automatically have something to talk about. And you automatically like, oh, play this, all oh, this beats. It's like, y'all just start playing beats back and forth. So that's what we would do. And that was like five years ago, dude. That was probably like Damn. 2009, 2010. And then I kept doing my own thing. Uh, and most recently, I had moved down south and then came back about a year ago. When I came back, one of my boys that I chill with, he's like, yo, you should make beats with Larry. You should do something with Larry, yo. Work with Larry, yo. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm like, sure, man, why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm always chilling over there with them, and it's like, uh, Larry's beats are super dope, and he does it full time. Like, he's always, always in the studio. So, yeah, that's how we ended up meeting, man, and then just working together. Yeah. It was... Yeah, so what's it like when, like, a rapper or any type of artist just wants to um, collaborate with you or just wants one of your beats, like... How is that? How is usually that creative process going? Is it you? Um, you just supply the beats, they rap over it, and that's just it. It depends, man. That, with me, it's different. I'm, I'm like, I'm really picky, man. Like, yeah, when it comes yeah. to rappers, like if I think you suck, I don't want you to buy my beat. Like, I <laughs> I, you can't pay me for it. You know what I mean? Like, I do like to. If it's. Like, for instance, with the SAS thing, collabing with them, they're in London. I can't be in the studio. I just had to send them the beat and be like, all right, do your thing, you know? But they are they were signed with Dipset to The Rock. Like, they know what they're doing. Cool. You know, like, yeah. other cats, I, I like to be in the studio the whole time. Like, yeah. give them the beat. I let them write. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get super involved in the writing process unless they're like, oh, what did, you know, what did you have envisioned for this track? But usually I let them do their thing. Then I produce the recording of the track too. Like, yeah, because I think like a lot of times, like nowadays, like people just send beats all I the time when I, they I, when they collaborate. There's not you don't really hear like that like, chemistry that we used that we no, used to hear back in the day. There's no producer artist chemistry. It's just to. like you're slapping somebody on a beat. There's no yeah. cohesiveness with music when you do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Unless you already know this artist somehow or you, like, know his vibe and you can send stuff catered to him and, and y'all can work back and forth from long distance and then you work. But usually, like, you, I like being in the studio with the artist. I can dictate exactly how I feel it should sound. So if somebody recorded a verse and I don't like it, I'm be like, you got to do it again. So you get Dr. Dre on <laughs> You have to. You, know, yeah. you have to. Like, and some people are scared to do that. Like, oh, I don't, like, nah. If, of course, because at the end of the day, it came your, out, it's whack, still your music. Do it again. Or if there's something that needs to be changed, we need to change this. This got to be, you know, like, that's where I'll come in and, and, and work. Obviously, you know, not to be a dick, you know what I'm saying? But just to get the best We're looking for your, your professional opinion. You know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what are you paying for? But then you got <laughs> egos. There's ego. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, like, sure. You'll get oh, so many arguments stuff. I've gotten into with artists. Like, <laughs> I've had artists literally walk out of my studios before, like, Damn. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, man. Like, what you? I took, I remember I had this one group, man. And I took this kid off the track because I thought his verse was whack. And I was like, you got to rewrite it. Damn. Not on the track. <laughs> he got so mad, yo. Like, we used to just, oh, man. He got so heated. I mean, I was like, dude, I'm not, dude, I'm not taking you off 
write a new verse or fix the one you got because it's trash right now. <laughs> you know, and, and he, you know, pride, his ego and pride, I guess, got in his way at that point. He just didn't. He was like, nah. And so, you know, I've been there, man. So do you work with mostly hip-hop artists um, or, like, uh, do you have, like, a substance? Do you have a preference uh, just producing hip-hop beats or, I mean? No, nowadays, it's, I did before, like, just a lot of hip-hop. And now, I mean, that's my, like, one true love, hip-hop. You know what I mean? I love hip-hop. But I make, like, a ton of trap beats and whatever now, right? Yeah. But um, I did work with a lot of rappers before. Now it's different. With, like, this project that I am working on, yeah, I'm going to have rappers on it. You know what I'm saying? Singers. But I've been reaching out to singers more and doing the, like, trap remixes i don't need to work with artists you know yeah I, mean? I just take the acapella and build around yeah, that yeah, you know no, some I mean? of that stuff is hot what goes into like how do you guys go about selecting what tracks because you've got like a real eclectic mix of uh of trap mixes that you've put out there like i'm looking at, at your, your your list of, of uh tracks that you've put out yeah. and you've got like akon locked up then you got paramore ain't it fun right. the eagles hotel california which was timely right. uh, i remember that's when uh you know home dude passed when away passed away yeah, yeah. Rest uh, in peace. you put out that 21 pilots stressed out trap mix which is my favorite that joint is hot like that's my favorite yeah. I, have, I haven't right. heard that t-rev featuring akon joint yet uh, I don't think you let us know about that one. I no. see that on here though. It's got twenty thousand or more plays too. Damn. Man. Okay. It's got it's gotten up there. That's what's up. Yeah, that, that twenty one pilots is is, is that's, that's the yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, I think this will kind of help answer the second part of your question earlier. And um, it's with these, it's literally like, all right, either me or Larry come up with, like, with the Paramore. I had started that Paramore joint and I brought it to Larry and I'm like, yo, let's, that was literally the first Aminals track, yo. Oh, Like, okay. that's what, it just made everything pop off. So, I brought that to Larry. I had some stuff already into it and I'm like, yo, you think you could, what can you do with this? He's like, yeah, I could, you know, I could definitely do something with this. I'm like, all right, let's work, you know? So, he took it. That's how that one came about. Then the next one, the Akon joint, he had that one. He had the acapella. He started working on it. I came by the studio. We finished it off. You know what I mean? He played it, and I was like, that's dope. Like, I was like, I don't even care if, like, that the track isn't new or anything. Yeah. I'm like, that's really dope. Like, let's put it out, you know? The Eagles, we were both in the studio that day. It's kind of, like, just random. Like, we'll either be in the studio and come up with something, mm -hmm. or he'll have an idea and be like, yo, let's do this, or I'll have an idea for a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the 21 Pilots, he had that one just in the stash, and he pulled it out, and I'm like, oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is dope, man. We got we to gotta finish it, you know? And then we'll just go back and forth, like, adding things to the beat. So that, like, whole creative process when working with another producer is just, like, it's cool because you're getting a different take on something like like i might think of oh this should go here right and he might come with some completely different melody that i would have never thought of yeah and it would be it just crazy and i'm like oh yeah that's nuts what are you kidding let's keep that you know what i mean and then add something on that i'll do drums you know he might you know what i'm saying like it's just yeah. literally like just shooting ideas back and forth that's cool. I'll be like, oh, like he'll come up with a sound and I'll be like, yo, what if you play this sound like this? That's, and it's just like, two heads are better than one, man. 
That's what's yeah. up. See, I love hearing about that creative process because I don't got a fucking creative bone in my body. So <laughs> I can't. I can't make no music. I can't paint. But it sounds like a lot like when we did the. Uh, well, every year. I mean, you've only done it once, Maurice, mm-hmm. but I've done it several times when we get together and do the forty-eight-hour film project. Where you know, it's just kind of like it sounds like what you do every yeah. day is kind of that you know brainstorming session. Um, that we that we do you know once a year we're doing the forty eight hour which is like that that's one of the you know funner parts of the whole thing yeah so that's pretty cool I scored a film for a forty eight hour film yeah that's right you mentioned that man you need to come in and get on our team I'm I'm down man we need we need need some good production on that I love doing all that stuff man I love doing like anything creative I love it I'll let you know about the hopefully this year we'll do it again I'll let you know get you the illest soundtrack. In, in in the running, <laughs> <laughs> you win just off that. Yeah, that's 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 definitely what's up, man. I'll definitely let you know when we're when we're getting into that. But um, I mean, you guys have anything else that you want to go over? Um, with, oh, actually, I did want to ask you. What's um, up? you you when you put out your first couple of trap mixes, I remember yeah. I think the Paramore one in in the the. Um, I did a Maroon 5 one. Yep. I remember yeah, that one. That we actually the, played the, on the, the 21 Pilots one. Like, I remember you were getting yeah. a lot of love on some of the online music blogs. Like, how did that come about? Um, you know, just, just how, how that, that buzz um, got created and all that. Because I was like, man, this dude's really, right now, like, they're, they're really they're, putting they're, their they're name out there. It, it's, it was a combination. It was like relationships with certain people. Like, one of my boys knew this dude like yo this guy writes for this blog hit him up like he linked us hmm. and we just talked sent him some stuff and he was like yo this is dope they'll post it then blogs that they're like they work in conjunction with or that they you just yeah like they they'll be like oh this is dope they'll repost it you know what I'm saying like nice, they'll yeah. take it and they'll put it on their page so it just started spreading that way and then um, the EDM world started to pick up on it cause there's like there's accounts on YouTube and SoundCloud now. Like, there's like Trap Wolves, and there's a uh, page called Trap Remixes. And there's a ton, like, yo, the SoundCloud community is nuts, yo. Like, there's groups, there's different pages that post only certain genres of music, and they'll, yo, like, it's crazy. So, and they have tons of, uh, like, 100,000 followers, 50,000 followers. So, they started reposting our stuff, too. So, Giving so, out to every single person yeah. that follows them. That's nuts. So then, yeah. and then people that follow them will repost yep. it, and that all just counts. And so, did people like our plays? Do people reach out to you from after hearing that, or do you reach out to them? How do you? Uh... Some of the blogs. I mean, I like some of the people I knew. I reached out to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you know, can you play this? Yeah, whatever, okay. right? Like, and everyone kind of helps each other because they're all in the same. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then, like with the EDM stuff, it kind of popped off. Like that Trev. Palms Up remix, um, that he's from North Carolina. He hit us up. Oh, really? Okay, that's cool. Nice. I think he hit. A, um, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. Larry communicated with him somehow, and I think he hit us up and because they heard the Paramore trap remix and like, yo, this is dope. We did so. We were like, we took one of his tracks. So that was already an existing track of his. He sent us a cappella and we did that remix, and that one got like twenty thousand plays, but. It was also because he has his relationships with yeah. a bunch of blogs and EDM dudes, and like he's got a following. 
So then all those people retweeted and reposted and read whatever Instagram. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, re-everything. Some of those Instagram people have, like, a million followers. Right. It's nuts. I yeah. can't, I can't, it, it, that's why Carl Bird is our social media manager. Because he makes my head spin. <laughs> How come we ain't deep in the SoundCloud community, Carl Bird? We got 100,000 followers. <laughs> Trust me, I got. I'm still working on link, um, networking and linking up. No, with Carl, people. make me trust you. Make me trust you, Carl. <laughs> I got he's, you. Though. He's it's got some. Eye, he's got some things on the fire. He's got some irons on the fire. He's working on it. Oh man, that's great. You've done a good job so far, Carl. Appreciate that. No, but um, speaking of just uh, that that community aspect, I know you said that you don't. You know, with the trap mixes, you don't work a lot with like the artists because that's you know pre-existing yeah. work already. Um, but what, what's your thoughts on just uh, the Rhode Island or just, uh, you know, the general um, music community in this area um, as far as what you've seen, who you've worked with, like, is it, you know, violent, like, what, what, just your thoughts on, you know, what it looks like and where things are kind of going and music the creativity, scene? yeah. There's positives and negatives. Depends what we're talking about. Artists, DJs, <laughs> Talk about what you want to talk about. There's, I mean, listen, they're like, all right, there's a lot of talent in the Rhode Island music scene. They're like, especially Providence, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, there's a lot of talent. There's just not enough, um, I guess, unity and support. Really? Yeah. For it, you know what yeah, I'm it saying? Yeah, it seems I, like everybody's in competition because they want, they want to be that one to bring to put Rhode Island on the map. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's the crabs in a barrel. Like, it's not going to happen if everyone's trying to shoot the other guy down. It's like, at the end of the day, we're all from the same place, man. Yeah. Like, even if you don't rock with something crazy, like, don't diss it. You know what I'm saying? Like, some there's somebody out there that likes it. And I mean, y'all might be able to collab on something and it'd be dope. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think there's a lot of great talent. There's dope artists in Providence. You know what I mean? If we're talking like hip-hop, there's... A lot of dope hip hop artists, you know what I mean? Uh Cruz is is super dope. Um Dominican hip hop artist, uh Kufa Castro. I don't know if you're the Kufa Castro, but he's got a lot of like real dope music. And it's like some people I'll say that and people look at me like, Who are these guys? And I'm like, yo, look them up. They're really dope. Like it's not mediocre, it's dope work, it's dope artistry. Um even DJs, man. There's like dope, dope, dope DJs. Uh, Carl Burr. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got Carl Burr. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Doing the kids' parties. You need your kids' parties done. Kids, they have they parties. Carl listen, Burr. I do, listen, I don't just do He got the Barney party. song. I do Sesame all. Street. I do it all. The tickled me Elmo thing. <laughs> I do it all. I'm versatile. <laughs> I've done weddings. I've done, weddings, I've done kids parties, Blues, baby clues. showers, whatever, whatever. Sweet um, sixteen, I've done. Yo, Gabba, Gabba. <laughs> what else? I got you. Nah, but that's that's good to hear me because honestly, like I don't know a lot of um the, the local um artists, so that that's kind of you know this, one of the reasons that I asked because you know you yeah. shout those people out, you get their names out there. You know, I mean, we ain't huge or anything, but you know, every, we every can person be. that hears it counts. You know, Look, what I mean? Arab music you know what I mean? is doing his thing. So um, like I'll be yeah. looking up um some of the people if there's anybody else you want to shout out. Um, what you think is good out there, man? Let us know, cause I'm everybody. Listen, everybody, everybody, anybody in Rhode Island doing it, man. That I can think of. I mean, 
off the top of my head. Like I said, Cruz, Kufa Castro, my guy Hammond Beans, he's a beast. Um, I can't think. The Music Please, they do, um, they DJ. They're really dope. It's like three DJs. They play awesome music, not just hip hop. They play everything. They play like EDM, like all kind of dance music, like obscure shit that you've probably never heard. They play dope shit. So if they follow you like on SoundCloud, they can make their way to these guys. It's kind of like yeah. going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. If you follow yeah. follow me on SoundCloud, you're gonna find somebody else. They either follow me or I follow them. Mm. There is a SoundCloud app. There's an app. There is an app. They need to upgrade that app, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's because I'm. Said, no, I'll be using it tomorrow to listen to a I lot of stuff. So I'll yeah. let you know how it goes. Yeah. Uh, and it's AWOL underscore MM. Yes. Yes, sir. And music. Aminals. A M N L Z. Aminals. So that's the. That's the production team. Gotcha. Okay. That's all the trap remixes. That's where you're going to hear most of there. the music right now. Yeah. That's what I'm focused on mainly. What is trap? Trap is. All right, this is what happened, right? I wanted to ask, but I was afraid. <laughs> no, it's. Hey. <laughs> you. Don't be afraid. Man. You're not ever going to learn anything. Right. You don't sure. ask. You know what I'm saying? You can't be embarrassed. just keep hearing it. Said, okay, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Trap music started in the South. Trap music. All right. The trap is basically drug where house. motherfuckers sell drugs. Well, yeah. it didn't start off as a Because there's trap houses. And yeah. then they now are known as bandos. Um, but the trap is the whole area where motherfuckers is selling these drugs mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. reason why they call it a trap most of the times it was a dead end street mm -hmm. a lot of those in atlanta um anyways it started from dudes rapping about that you uh i mean first got to put out an album called trap music was ti oh. which and this is like rap city the basement was playing ti's music oh six earlier than that yeah mm -hmm. earlier than that like big tigger dog like yeah, ti's been around like, for mad long so ti put out an album called trap music that's what kind of pretty much jumped it off it's all an atlanta thing then it evolved from that i mean fast forward young jeezy you know what i'm saying he put out trap or die so that started getting categorized as trap music these guys you know what i'm saying rapping yeah. about the trap mm -hmm. just so happens that as this genre evolved and there were more more trap music being put out, more trap artists. And since it was coming from the South, there was like a specific type of beat that you were basically rapping on. You know what I'm saying? So now that became the trap beat. Okay. Which is like a triplet uh, kind of like progression rhythm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Real bass heavy. Very bass heavy. It's always a halftime. It's always a specific drum, certain tempo. Those tempos are very close to the EDM tempos and dubstep so then now you have trap music like spilling into the EDM world and now you got guys like Bauer and um DJ Snake Bauer <clears throat> DJ Snake Ronda um who else I'm trying to think of the other dude though Bauer is my favorite this is dude Tom something he's a beast then there's uh why am I drawing a blank, yo? What the hell is this? Anyways, the thing is now there's all these like EDM you know, type of producers that do trap. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like so now that's what traps become. So it's gotcha. it's just like a 
An evolving tempo art and form. style yes. of beat, yeah. And it transforms to other stuff, like uh, any artistic stuff does. But I'll listen to that this week, and I'll become an expert by next week. There you go. Cool. You can ask yeah. me you like it. Listen to TIP trap music. You got to okay. start there. That's a good album. Uh, so, AWOL underscore MM Instagram. Yes. Twitter. Yes. SoundCloud. Yes. Facebook? Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> Aminos is on Facebook. Okay. My Facebook is just my personal page, so and I still real. post music, but I don't. If what you're I mean. not, if we're not friends, you can't see anything I post. On <laughs> <laughs> you know I like it. I like it. Um, As it should be. How yeah. can people now contact you? Just any of those platforms, reach out to you. Yeah, you it's know, got my good. email on there. Right. So basically, if you reach out to me on Instagram, SoundCloud, Snapchat, Twitter, I'm gonna reply. I'm not an asshole. <laughs> you know much. what I mean? Like Sometimes, it. you know, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> not an asshole, not conceited or stuck up or self-centered or whatever. I don't know. But, yeah. Can like we, we can confirm. AWOL's a cool dude. Cool, yeah. man. I'm approachable. You know what I mean? <laughs> Reach out to him. Uh, before we uh, end the show, thank you for all that. We're going to get some audience emails. Oh, hey. hey. For the first time Woo. in weeks. So, thank you, everyone. I know These it's been a fun. busy year. Uh, we got two today. We got one from Anonymous and one from our old friend Victor Amoyo. Whoa! <laughs> what? Uh, first one, subject line, year in review from Anonymous. Gentlemen, it has been a long time, but I made my return to writing into your program. Despite my love of the nerdverse, time is in short supply so I can only comment on major things. First of all, Ant-Man was fantastic. It was a perfect blend of humor and tension. Thank you for your recommendation because I probably never would have seen it based on the trailers and promos. Oh, look at that, man. Right? We're improving lives. Yeah, yeah. spreading the gospel. (laughs) And we said that, too, that they didn't... They did not do a good job with the marketing. Unlike Deadpool. Deadpool's done a masterful job. That movie could be a sack of shit. (laughs) And everyone (laughs) will have seen it already. Because they did such an awesome job. No, 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 no. The reviews are out. It's good. It's it's getting good reviews. I feel like we're going to all... I've seen that, but you know, haven't you know talked about them? By next Tuesday, I will definitely have seen yeah. it. I know for a fact Victor will have seen it. Mm-hmm. It's up to you two motherfuckers to get your shit I together. Seeing it. Valentine's Day, bro. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> my wife is looking forward to that movie. Like, you tell her what I said too. <laughs> insane. No, I forgot. Damn it. <laughs> Secondly, Jessica Jones is a good binge series. Personally, I thought Daredevil is better, but not by much. I can't wait for Daredevil season two. Next I think month. the series took too long and felt drawn out. Specifically. As you mentioned, that annoying neighbor who convinced a bunch of grown adults to attack Jessica. <laughs> that was kind of weird. Finally, Star Wars. It was a nice movie. While I agree with most of your perceived flaws, I also am rather, I am also rather disappointed at Disney's goal of trying to please everyone. By not creating an original story, it felt like a pander job because of how awful the prequel was. The new movie may have original characters and did a great job representing women and minorities. Side thought, are black people minorities in Star Wars? But it did not have an original story. Uh, a strong female protagonist sounds interesting and here is hoping to extending the lore in the next few movies. Cheers, not Darren. <laughs> I like yeah, I like the way you put it. They pander, they didn't they didn't want to offend anyone, so they tried to make yeah. everyone like it. Hey, well, do you like Star Wars? I like and I'm a I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Should I go on record and say that Let it be known. I put Victor on the Star Wars. <laughs> 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 Oh, the words out. 
That's you great. Know, I don't know if he'll deny that. Maybe he will. We might, we might deny that to the grave. Well, tell the story. How'd tell you do it. it? So he has no choice but to admit it. Well, here's the thing. Me and Victor went to elementary school together. George J. West Elementary. <laughs> it was in our fifth grade class, I believe. Me and Vic, like, we like, used to come over to my house and stuff. We were real cool. So I forget. I think I was watching Star Wars at my house something or brought it up and he didn't know what it was what? and he kind of had jokes about it too and i'm like listen man you have to watch star wars so like don't say anything until you watch star wars you basically See? created that monster wow. i created the monster you created no listen Victor. Yeah, it's bad. Wow. <laughs> no, yo, even to the point, I remember, right? I put, so I put him on the Star Wars. He got so into it. I remember he made a Jedi club in fifth grade. <laughs> and he had a test, right? And he tried to give me this test, dude. And I'm like, looking at him like, I put you on, That's son. So what do you mean? That is so you want to give me the test or something? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take your test. And I took the stupid test and I aced it. <laughs> And you know I aced it, Vic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to be part of this little Jedi club in fifth grade. But I digress. That's the best. But here, here's the thing, right? The prequels, I watched the first one and it was trash. I didn't watch the rest of them because I was so upset. This new one, I enjoyed, but they took so much from the original movie <laughs> like from so like they might as well have just like called the planet tatooine you know like <laughs> you live on tatooine this is a new tatooine you made a new death star what the fuck <laughs> like, we're gonna go blow this shit up again yeah. at the end of the movie it was cool like i liked it you know what i'm saying like yeah, i liked yeah. it i love seeing han solo come back and then he died <laughs> and um Spoiler alert? Chewbacca was dope. I'm it's sorry. Been, but it's been enough. If you haven't enough. seen the fucking movie by now, yo, like, it, right. just kill yourself. <laughs> but I like the movie. I just didn't like that they took that much from yeah. the original. It was a like, little excessive. It, it was very excessive. We've all made our feelings. And, and I feel like as fans, we might have overlooked it initially, but, you know. Oh, I didn't. I just, well, well yeah. here's the thing. When I watched the movie, I was enjoying it just the experience of watching the movie and I'm like, yo, it's dope. They didn't ruin it. Like, they yeah, did true. it. Yeah. And they left a lot open for the next two movies, but they did borrow, like, it's just like, oh, okay, man. Like, y'all t- <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the planet, the Death Star thing. Like I said, it wasn't until the Death Star, spoiler alert, blew up. I was all in. Once that thing started imploding on itself, that's when I cashed out. I was like, this is whack. <laughs> Just whack. Yeah, it was, it was. So, I'm, I don't know, man. Scale of 1 to 10, uh, 7. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's very fair. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think yeah. being generous, but 7. Because, no, I mean, no, it, I think it, was it was a good movie. Like, it was You well got to give it a good score because it was a good movie. Yeah, like, was. right off the bat, despite its flaws, it was right. a good movie. It was good. It didn't it suck. It lived up to the Star Wars legacy. Yeah. Fine. It didn't suck. It didn't wasn't the prequel. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't. But yeah. for the trilogy, the new trilogy, whatever, not to suck, like, they got to step it up in the next two episodes. Like, yeah. They have well, to. Hopefully they do something yes. different. Hard sure. body. Like, like I said on our Star Wars podcast, 
I want it. I want Kylo Ren to go dark. Like I don't want no redemption story for that dude. Oh, I don't want kidding. a Darth no. Vader moment. Like I want him to be out there it, like yeah. killing women and children. You killed his pops. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that was it. it. That was the. He that was my whole pops, point. Yo. I'm like, there's so, no coming back. He can't come back. Exactly. That. Thank he you. Can. Okay. Yeah. All right. We all agree. I would. Not Every agree. one of us. Yes, including our next emailer, who I think agree with you on the previous show, Victor Moyo. February 14th, film recommendations. Oh, for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> did, he really, did he really name February 14th? He did put February 14th. God damn it, Vic. Film recommendations. <laughs> Greetings, fellas. Although I'm sad that I'm temporarily unavailable to join you guys in the podcast due to changes to my work schedule this semester, I just want to assure everybody that I'll be back soon. Now then, with Valentine's Day just around the corner, I'd like to share two movie recommendations that any couple would enjoy. Mm. One... <laughs> One is Revolutionary Road, starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet as a suburban couple in the 1950s who, whose idyllic marriage slowly crumbles as the hopeless, hopeless emptiness of their lives drags them down. <laughs> of course. Michael Shannon is in it too, which makes it even better. Everyone's favorite Valentine's Day subject, right. crumbling marriages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless, unless they wake up at the end on the Titanic and I don't want to be, you know, it'll be a dream, I don't want to see it. The other film is Shame. That's a good start. Starring Michael Fassbender. <laughs> oh, this is the sex addict movie. As a hardcore sex addict whose daily life consists of porn and prostitutes. His life gets even more complicated when his emotionally damaged sister, played by Carrie Mulligan, arrives at his place and clings to him like a needy stray house pet off the street. It's also rated NC-17, so that should get your motor running awesome. if you're a depraved monster. <laughs> so, romantic films would each of you recommend for our fine listeners. Until next time, The Nature Man, Rick, Vic Flair. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, now, there's your butthole art recommendation for Vic artists in these movies. Oh, man. Also, I already made a recommendation. And we are Bundle up and watch The Intern. Yep. Um, <clears throat> I already made my... Deadpool. Yeah. That's it. I don't. You I haven't don't. even seen that, Carl. Shut up. Okay, that's gonna be something the, you haven't seen. That's gonna be the Valentine's Day movie. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I like tra- I like movies with tragic endings. A Walk in the Clouds. Jesus. Keanu Reeves. Your girl will like it. Okay. Keanu Reeves is in it. John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> Murdering people in love. <laughs> no, uh, Walk in the Clouds is actually a good movie. It is. Know, it's, it? it's it's a romantic movie. I actually, My wife really loves that. I have not watched a romantic movie in a very long time. <laughs> so. Watch a walk in the clouds with your girl. Okay. It's I'll write that down. It, it, it's a legit good movie. All right. Yeah. Thank Watch you. it. That's my Valentine's Day recommendation. A-Wall? Who's the intern? Hmm? Any, rec- any uh, romantic film recommendations? Wolf of Wall Street. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. You know, DiCaprio does a good job doing those romantic movies. Oh, man. Thank you, everyone, for emailing in. I'll call her and work at the email you Remember show. you who created oh, that monster. Remember what could have been if you never introduced right? Victor to know, Star Wars. I've, I've been whole, Netflix oh, and chilling a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I really I know that was gonna happen, dude. I really want to take. Uh, <laughs> I really want to take this Jedi test now. <laughs> Tell him to maybe Victor can that. email it in. Yeah, Victor, you please should. do that. You know what? We'll po- I'll post it on the I'll post it on the Facebook and have everybody take the chance. If, if Victor produces, gotta, it. he's got to produce it. He's got to do he's it. Gotta, yeah, he's he's gotta he's gotta to produce that Jedi test. Knowing Victor, knowing Victor, he's, he's got, got that Jedi test categorized in his fifth grade material in his notebook <laughs> somewhere <laughs> in a trunk. Oh man, oh, man that was good. Callbird, where can they find us? Uh, Facebook Codex Prime Podcast, Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast, Twitter Codex Prime Cast. SoundCloud, Codex Prime. 
Email us, CodexPrimePodcast at gmail.com. I got to take breaths in <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. YouTube, Man. just search us, Codex Prime Podcast. You'll find us. Um, that's pretty much it. I like it. And uh, AWOL underscore MM. And the yes. production one was again? Aminals. A-M-N-L-Z. Nice. And uh, thanks for being on the show today. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man. It was yeah. a good time. Thank you for coming. Great. Hey. Later, hey, nerds. Larry O. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Next time. Next time. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. For some hot Aminals tracks at the end of the show, people. Enjoy. Boom. Stop.
shimmering light My head grew heavy and my sight grew dim I had to stop for the night There she stood in the doorway I heard the mission bell And I was thinking to myself This could be heaven and this could be hell Then she lit up a candle And she showed me the way Calling from 